Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. I know, I know, I said in last week's episode that this week there was going to be an interview with a friend of mine who's a romance writer. And that interview is coming, but just not this week. Um, So sorry to those of you who are excited for that interview. It will be coming. I just decided that as a follow-up to last week's episode, Love in the Time of Coronavirus, where I talked about some strategies for um, helping you take care of yourself, helping you take care of your relationship, and if you're single, uh, helping you date safely uh, during the present moment. Um, I wanted to follow up with a few quick tips for you uh, to help you create intimate space uh, no matter what your situation is. So if you are cooped up with your partner day in, day out because you're on lockdown and strict social distancing uh, regimen with everyone except your immediate family, or if you are dating and um, communicating digitally through apps and texting and video chat, um, I wanted to give you a, a few hints to help you actually create intimacy, uh, no matter which of those settings you're dealing with, so that uh, you can best get that sense of being connected with other people. And I know I often say this is going to be a really quick episode or the other day I sent an email out and I said this is going to be a quick email. It ended up being a longer email. I'm going to do my best to make this fairly quick because, hey, there's a lot going on in our lives right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to honor that for you. Um, however, before I dive into the meat uh, or the tofu of the episode, uh, I want to do important things like first just to thank you if you have been contributing to Relationship Alive to help keep us going. I'm so appreciative of your support. This is a labor of love about love to hopefully help you have the most successful relationship or relationships that you can have. And uh, so if you're finding the podcast to be beneficial for you on your journey or for people that you know and love, please consider a donation to keep us going. Uh, Every little bit counts. You can choose something that feels right for you if you visit neilsatin.com slash support. And you can also text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And this week I'd like to thank Angie, David, Sylvia, Elise, Drew, Marilyn, Lydia, Anne, Valerie, and Kirti. Thank you all so much for your contributions to Relationship Alive. And, uh, Angie, sorry. We'll do the we'll do the romance novel one soon. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So uh, also, I do have a free offering for you along with this podcast. If you're looking for ways to improve your communication with your partner or with the people who are important to you, then download my guide, my free guide to the top three relationship communication secrets. These are things that are fairly easy to put into practice and can really be a huge transforming factor when you're trying to talk about things that are challenging, when you're trying to communicate about something that's important, when you're feeling vulnerable. These action items will um, help you do that successfully, help you stay connected uh, no matter how challenging the topic. To download that, just visit neilsatin.com slash relate or text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And uh, before we dive in, we do have a free Facebook group, the Relationship Alive community, where you can come and join others who listen to the show in a safe space to talk about relationships and get some support for uh, yourself so or support others so hopefully i'll see you there in the relationship alive community on facebook um if you're on my email list which you will be if you've downloaded any of the show guides to the show or if you download the relationship uh communication tips that i just mentioned um you may see that i recently um, announced that I created some spots in my calendar to do kind of one-off coaching. This isn't something that I do very frequently, but there's so much going on uh, right now that um, I wanted to make myself available. So um, I'm offering it on a sliding scale and uh, I'll, I'll be sending out another um, reminder soon. So just, you know, hop on my list and, and you'll, you can get more information about that. Um, if you need a little extra support right now, I totally get it. Hey, I need a little extra support right now. And I have been reaching out to the, the people that I count on, um, a therapist, close friends, um, to, to get that little extra bit of uh, support when I need it. Um, cause we're, none of us should be alone, right? So... Um, if there isn't anyone in your life that you can count on, then um, consider signing up for a session because um, I would love to be there to uh, help support you. Okay. Uh, all right, let's dive in. Diving. I'm just like, I have this image of just like running for the water and taking a big dive in. And that would feel really good right now, except... I live in Maine and it is cold. And while I have some friends that I've seen jumping in the ocean on Facebook, I guess um, I guess that is theoretically good for your immune system to take the cold plunge. Uh, I'm not going to do that right now. No. Um, in fact, I'm still recovering from the cold that I got a little over a week ago. Uh, which you may have heard me talk about briefly on the last episode of the show. So far, so good. Everything's everything seems okay. Of course, I cannot get 
tested because there are just aren't enough tests. And thankfully, what I'm experiencing isn't severe enough to warrant a test the way that they are doling them out right now. So um, I'm doing all right. I'm getting rest, drinking lots of water, and uh, I'm going to be okay. And uh, hopefully um, we all band together and we'll all get through this, um, even though it's kind of a weird, challenging time. Like, let's just be honest. It is unlike anything any of us has ever probably dealt with before. So that's just the reality. And uh, I think that's why this felt so important to give you a, a few extra hints because we're all in the in the soup right now. And uh, so it's super important to um, have as many little tricks as you can to stay connected and to be able to experience intimacy even if you have to keep your distance. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is has to do with if you are in fact spending a lot of time cooped up with your partner. So you're in a relationship or, I mean, this could be true um, even if it's not a love relationship, like maybe it's your roommates um, or if you live with your family. There are a couple possibilities. One is that it's so easy to be around each other all the time and to still kind of be missing each other, to not really have those moments where you feel like you're really dropping in and connecting. Um, and on the flip side, maybe you're so busy that you're not taking the time to, uh, to really connect. Or maybe you're kind of in each other's business all the time, um, but not in ways that are particularly connecting. So here's the hint for those kinds of situations. The hint is to make a date with each other, to actually put time on the calendar and you might want to do this on a daily basis um, to have a little check-in if that feels appropriate or every other day. You got to go with whatever feels right for you, but I invite you to designate a specific time where you will come together and just check in with, uh, hey, how are you doing? And to give each other permission to be however you are. Like maybe amidst all of this, you're doing totally fine. And if that's true, that's great. Like relish that, that things are going a little crazy in the world and I'm actually doing okay. And um, having that strength or resilience, um, that comes in handy when times get tough. So the goal here is to celebrate whatever is. And if it's not something that you feel like celebrating exactly, like, for instance, if you're not doing so great, well, you know, take the word with a grain of salt. You don't have to celebrate it, but you can honor it. Honor the challenge. Honor the fear. Honor the sadness or the heartbreak. Honor the rage and the anger. 
or honor the okayness, honor those moments of exhilaration where you feel like, wow, this maybe this is all we got, so let's enjoy it. Um, I know yesterday I went out on a couple really long walks in the sunshine. It's not sunny today, but it was yesterday. And I actually had moments of joy where I felt like I was just seeing the world so clearly and uh, noticing the people around me and saying hello from a safe distance of six feet and just appreciating life. So that those were really good moments for me. Um, and then I've had moments where I've been scared, um, scared of what might happen um, to people that I care about. Um, more so that than myself, but honestly, I, I want to keep living, you know? I want to get through this in one piece, so um, yeah. You got to just deal with what is and check in with each other. If you're solo or single at this time, make an appointment to check in with yourself, maybe a couple times during the day, to just kind of step back from social media, from the news, from whatever it is you're doing and just check in with your body, with your own state of being. This is something that I talked about in the last episode. Make it intentional though. Um, and that way, if you're feeling on the other side of those things, if you're feeling like you're kind of obsessive about how you're feeling, then that's another advantage of setting a time. Um, you have that dedicated time to check in about your feelings and then you can you can get on with your day. Um, yeah, so that's my hint for self and um, for being in a relationship to carve out time, to be intentional, to honor each other, to really listen and acknowledge each other. And just to acknowledge like, if it's good, awesome, that's good. If it's hard, okay, it's hard, I hear you. I'm gonna do a quick message from our sponsor for today's episode. And then I'm going to offer you some hints on digital intimacy, like so staying connected and feeling like you're creating uh, a good container of intimacy in digital communications, whether that be texting or using Zoom or Skype or something like that to do um, video chats. Uh, but today's sponsor has been supporting the podcast for a little while now. I'm so appreciative. And they are potentially another way for you to get the help that you need, the support that you're looking for as you're creating that web of support that is so valuable that we talk about on the show all the time. So this way that allows you to connect with a professional counselor in an online environment that's safe and private and obviously respects social distancing is today's sponsor, BetterHelp. With BetterHelp, you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. Along with scheduling video or phone sessions, you can also chat and text with your therapist. They are affordable and financial aid is available for those who qualify. So whether it's 
the current situation with coronavirus or anxiety or depression or things going on in your relationship, whatever it is, definitely consider BetterHelp as a way to help you transform the places where you are stuck. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option because as a Relationship Alive listener, you get 10% off your first month with discount code ALIVE. So why not get started today? Just go to betterhelp.com slash alive. Simply fill out their questionnaire, which will help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash alive. Thanks, BetterHelp. All right, I'm going to keep my promise to you that this is going to be quick. So let's talk about digital intimacy. We'll start with texting. When I was talking before about carving out time to communicate, I think that can be helpful for texting as well so that you are not just texting off and on throughout your day or texting a bunch of people at once. Now, sometimes texting kind of works that way where it's, um, you know, it's designed to be asynchronous, meaning you send a message to someone and they may or may not reply to you right away. So I get it. That's, that's how it sometimes works. So this isn't a strict rule, but if you get the sense that someone is there on the other, on the other end and ready and willing to text with you, then carve out that time, carve out five minutes, 10 minutes, and just focus your energy on texting with your friend. And while you are waiting for the other person to text you back, instead of checking social media or going online to a, you know, your favorite blog or whatever it is, I invite you to just stay present. Stay present with the waiting, waiting for their communication. Breathe, get in touch with what's happening in your body, and do your best to just stay focused on that communication with that person. It makes a difference in not only feeling connected, but in their feeling your presence, Um, especially if you're able to respond back really quickly uh, because you are giving that other person your full attention via text. So that's my hint for texting. Now, when it comes to video chats, there are a couple things that I've found that are really helpful. And I actually use these uh, tips when I am doing sessions with people, because at this point, almost all the sessions that I do are over Zoom or Skype. And as you can imagine, it's really important for my clients to feel my presence to feel like we are creating an intimate space for those sessions to occur. So there are a couple ways that I like to do that that seem to work well for me, and I invite you to experiment with them and see what works well for you. Um, The first thing is to close all your other apps on your computer or on your phone. I guess if you're doing it on your phone, it's less of an issue because if you switch over to another app, they're going to know. 
Um, if you're on your computer, you know, closing your browser, closing everything that else that's going so that you can give the other person your full attention. If you have a way of turning off your notifications on your computer or on your phone, that's good too. Um, so that you're in kind of a do not disturb mode and you don't have little notifications um, popping up to disrupt your your concentration or your presence. Um, if you're on your computer, you might turn your phone over so that it's face down so that you don't have things on your phone um, lighting up your phone and distracting you. And the goal is for you to be as present as possible. Another thing I like to do is uh, I like to keep my computer. I, I do most of my zooming uh, via my computer and I like to keep it in right in front of me. So whether it's on my desk or it's on my lap, you know, on a board or something, um, I keep it in front of me and I actually put my arms out and I, I put my arms on either side of the computer almost like I'm holding whatever, whoever's on the other end. I'm, I'm holding the image of them on my computer screen and I do that to create a physical container um, in the best way possible. That would be like if we were in person, it would be like the same as us sitting directly opposite each other and me facing you squarely with my body and giving you my full presence and eye contact and um, and you knowing that you have my full attention. So one way that I help myself do that and stay focused is by reaching my arms out, you know, in a natural way um, and having them on either side of my computer as if I'm holding the person that I'm talking to. Another thing that I like to do, um, I've been using full screen a little bit more lately. Um, it seems like it's working okay, but a lot of the time what I'll do is I'll actually switch to minimizing the view of the other person. Not, not minimizing it so it's off the screen, but getting the little mini version so that instead of their face taking up the whole screen, it's actually like a little tiny version of them. And then I'll move that right up to under the camera or the webcam on my computer. And that is one way that seems to be really helpful in the other person feeling like when I'm looking at them, that I'm actually looking at them. Because um, of course this is all happening in a virtual space, right? I'm not really looking at them, I'm looking at a screen, I'm looking at a picture of them. And likewise, they're looking at a picture of me. But if I am looking right at where the camera is, then that's the best chance that I've got of being able to make eye contact and being able to help the other person feel the presence of my gaze and my attentiveness as they're talking. So that's another little little trick that I use from time to time and it's been really helpful. And lastly, um, when you're talking to another person, especially via video chat, 
I think it's really helpful to pay attention to your breathing. So how you are breathing and um, whether your breath's shallow, whether it's deep, just noticing what's happening in you. And then also noticing the breathing in the other person. So when does the person that you're talking to take breaths? When do they exhale? When do they sigh? Paying attention to their breath also helps you just kind of tune into everything else that's going on with them in general, with their body. So, um, so you notice, you know, when the color of their skin changes or when tension appears or disappears on their face. There's something about tuning into the breath that really, I think, synchronizes us with another human in general. Um, so I'm not, and I'm not saying that you should do that in a creepy way where you're just mimicking another person's breathing pattern, but noticing it, I think does tend to bring us at least into some form of synchrony with the other person. And, uh, and I think it creates a certain level of intimacy seems to work. So those are the tricks. Other than that, you got to just pay attention and be receptive and and uh, acknowledge what other people are saying, acknowledge its impact on you, notice where it lands in your body, tell them about it. Um, you know, you want to just kind of follow good practices for presencing yourself as you show up there in virtual digital intimacy with the other person. Okay. So those are my quick hints for the week. I have kept this under 30 minutes. We're at 26 minutes right now. I appreciate your being here with me this week. And uh, it's always good to share time and space with you. And I'm looking forward to being with you next week when I think it's going to be my interview with my friend Mara Wells, the romance writer. Um, pretty sure. And uh, I do look forward to being with you. And in the meantime, take care, stay healthy, take this seriously, and uh, we'll all get through this. Um, we'll get through it by, by sticking together and helping each other out. So please let me know how I can support you. You can always write to me. My email address is neilius at neilsatin.com, N-E-I-L-I-U-S. Or if you have a question for the show, just record yourself asking it and email that to questions at relationshipalive.com. Sending you so much love and blessings, and I will be with you again soon. Take care.